Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give you praise and glory. We give you praise and glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Pastor, for the time of prayer. We give you glory and praise Jesus. I'll be sharing with us this morning. I call it be bold and be strong. Joshua 1, verse 9. Hallelujah. He said, have I not commanded you? Be strong, vigorous, and be very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. He said, be strong, vigorous, and very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The Father's intention is for us to live a life of courage, a life full of boldness. Second Timothy 1 verse 7. It said, for God has not given us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or craving or cringing or falling fear. But he has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of calm and well-balanced mind. Discipline and self-control. Hallelujah. That's amplified version. But said he has given us a spirit of fear. The Father's intention is for us to live our lives in the consciousness of this fact. And, you know, as believers, we can only walk in boldness and in confidence against every situation in life when we live in the consciousness of his presence. That is, you are living in the consciousness or in the awareness of the fact that the Lord is with you. You know, in Joshua 1.9, God said, I have commanded you to be bold. He said, because the Lord thy God is with thee. While Jesus was on earth, His presence provided the disciples the required confidence, the required courage 
for issues of life. That's why in John 14, after I begin to tell them, now they walk with him for a while. At the beginning, yeah, they will run into issues so where they will be afraid and quickly call on Jesus. I believe that after a while, there's so much confidence. They went out to two, they went out at different times. And they also saw the same miracles that they see in the life of Jesus accompanying them. Then a time came, he told them in John 14 that he will be going. And as begin to tell them, the father I will be going from 13, 14. The Bible said, the Bible made us understand in John 14, 1, you know, Jesus said to them, he said, do not let your heart be troubled. He said, do not let your heart be troubled. Because suddenly now, the disciples are getting conscious of the fact. I mean, they've worked with Jesus for three years plus. They know everything. If he says something, it will happen. And it's making them realize that he had to go away. He said, do not let your heart be troubled. In recognizing that, Thomas Phillips quickly asked him, show us the way to the Father so that we'll just we'll find our way there too. They are looking for the place of boldness. They are looking for a place of comfort. They are looking for a place of courage. Phillips said, just show us the Father. Jesus responded to disciples by introducing them to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit brings us the presence of the Father. He's the one that brings us the presence of the Father. Hallelujah. He, he, he brings all the presence of Jesus. That's why Jesus could tell them that I'm going to send to you another comforter. He said, I'm going to send to you another comforter. I will not leave you all by yourself. I will not leave you all by yourself. Hallelujah. God knows that the assignment of life, the things that we need to do as believers, sometimes could be daunting. Dealing with the issues of life could be, could be, could be so, could be overwhelming for the natural mind. And that's why you'll find also in the history, you know, the story of Moses is a very good example for us. The story of Gideon, the story of Barak. You will hear most of them say things like, oh, if your presence do not go with us, we won't go. Once they have the assurance of God's presence, this man took on 
on almost seemingly impossible task. I mean, Moses was going to be like a single man. He knows he's going to be by himself. Going to face Pharaoh and his armies and tell them it was like a one-man army going into the territory of the enemy, instructing him and commanding him to let God's people go. That's why Moses will say that if you don't, if you don't, if you don't go with me, if I don't have the assurance of your presence, I won't go anywhere. We can speak of Gideon in the same light. I mean, imagine the the when Barak was called as as a judge, and he was to assemble soldiers to go and face the enemy, thousands of people, and. He also gathered his own thousands and God reduced them to, to 900. I mean, you can picture those wars when you imagine them. <laughs> when you imagine those epic wars where they have to fight one on one. You know that when 5,000 men fight with 900, the mathematics is very simple for you to judge who will likely win. Hallelujah. So it was faced with almost an impossible task. But as long as there's a guarantee of God's presence, They took on the war and they won. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the one that guaranteed us the presence of the Father in our lives. For us as believers, we are so much in advantage position because we live in the time and a season, and under the pressure of such grace, where the Spirit of God did not, you know, come and leave. Hallelujah. It dwells within us. You know, all through the earthly walk of the, when, when Jesus, when the Israelites were in camp, the Bible made us understand in the book of Isaiah 63, that the Holy Spirit was in their midst. The Holy Spirit, he said, was in their midst. You know, a lot of similarities are there with believers and the children of Israel. I always say that. A lot of similarities, a lot of, you know, things to point the fact of the possibility of what can happen, you know, with God. Hallelujah. 
So we have the assurance of the presence of the Father. Every time you step out of your house, you must have the consciousness of the fact that God is with us. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 3. First Corinthians 3. Hallelujah. Bible was made us to understand verse 3, verse 16. Let me let me read to us. He said, You realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God and God Himself is present in you. Hallelujah. He said, No one will get by with vandalizing God's temple. That means no harm can come near you. He said, you can be sure of that. God's temple is sacred and you remember at the temple. Hallelujah. I read again another scripture for us. First John. He said, my dear children, you belong to God. New century version. You belong to God and have defeated them because God's spirit, who is in you, who is in you, hallelujah. I don't know the challenges that anyone is facing here. Listen to me this morning. I don't know the task, the seemingly possible task and things that you need to deal with. God is giving you the assurance of his presence. Hallelujah. He knew that in this world, we're going to be faced with such challenges. He knew in this world, we'll be faced with different tasks. Hallelujah. You know, when God called Moses to go and face challenging and almost seemingly impossible tasks, he gave him the assurance of his presence. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the assurance of God's presence to us. It's the one that brings the presence of the Father to us. And we must have this confidence that he's with us. You know, when Jesus was talking to the disciples, he said, the spirit of God, he said, it shall be with you and in you. We must remind ourselves daily of this truth. We must remind ourselves daily of the fact that God dwells in us by the Holy Spirit. There's no challenge today. There's no situation today. In our world today, in our nation today, there's no situation that you are facing personally today 
that is greater than the greater one that is on your inside. We must keep you know, reminding ourselves and keep growing in the awareness of his presence daily until we get to a point, oh, glory to God, that the sense of fear, of defeat, anxiety, you know, practically of, of a sense of inadequacy, you know, is, is so diminished in our life. The thought of it. That's why David will always, you know, anytime David is faced with impossible task, his first response is that, Lord, where are you? Why have you forsaken me? Because he believed the only reason a situation, you know, happens is that maybe the Lord has forsaken him. Hallelujah. When his camp was raided, and anyone, everyone was going into, into they were getting sad, they were depressed and all that. All David had to do is to bring me Israel. Let I mean, let's hear of the Lord. The moment they heard, the moment they heard from the Lord, hallelujah, I mean, you are going, um, you, you could just picture what it is, how a whole nation today is afraid to go and rescue Ostage. Our nation, with all the military might, a small terrorist group, or a group set of group of people, captured people, citizens, and the nation is afraid to go and rescue. Now, a whole army came into David's camp, raided, and took his family hostage. And the family and members of the family of his men and all the assurance David wants to have is that God is going to go with them. That they have the backing of the almighty God. And that's all he had. And he went after the enemy. Hallelujah. And the Bible said they rescued everyone. They recovered all. We must serve a greater confidence in God. We must have this. We must have that consciousness of the fact that he's with us every day. And because he's with us, we can walk in boldness. We can walk in confidence. As a matter of fact, in Joshua 1, 9, it was a command, he said, be bold. Be bold. Hallelujah. In the next few minutes this morning, I just want us to leave lost in, in confessions about being bold. Hallelujah. And if you hear me clearly, wherever you are, you can say to yourself that I give no opportunity to the devil. I give no place to fear in my life. 
that which man fears comes upon him. Fear hard to men. The fear of man brings them, but perfect love casts out fear. The Lord of God is perfect towards me. He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. He has not given me the spirit of fear, but of the spirit of love, power, and sound mind. In righteousness, I'm established. So I am far from oppression. I will not fear to fear. I will not fear or be in terror. I will not fear or be in terror. It shall not come near me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Hallelujah. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, I will not fear. Hallelujah. I refuse to fear. I am righteous. Therefore, I'm bold as lion. He will never fail me or forsake me. Therefore, I can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me as a young man? And I'm strong. The word of God abides in me. I have overcome the devil. I am an overcomer. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I am complete in him. I am among the conquerors through Christ who loves me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We speak your word. We preach the gospel with all boldness. We stretch forth our hands. Miracles happen. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. As you walk through your office, your workplace, marketplace, wherever you go today, walk in the consciousness of the Father. The Lord is with us. Walk in the consciousness of that fact. He is with us. He is with us. He is with us. And because he is with us, we can face any situation. We can deal with any. You see, what the greater wisdom is in us, higher than the wisdom of men around us. So let's walk in boldness. Let's walk in courage. Be bold and be strong. The Lord is with us. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day.